Welcome back to another episode of Clay, the podcast for Christian men aspiring to be the best that they can possibly be. My name is Justin. I am your host, and I'm looking forward to this episode here. This is episode two in our series pertaining to homosexuality, to transgenderism, to Pride Month, and all of the like. So uh, on this uh, June 1st, as this goes live, uh, for those of you who live in an area where Pride Month is celebrated, uh, you will be seeing all sorts of uh, increased marketing, increased advertising to uh, Pride Month itself, to parades, to whatever it is. And uh, beyond that, uh, we're all going to be exposed to companies pandering to a, a an agenda, rather, uh, to look a certain way or to look friendly in a certain way. Really, the reality is they're just trying to attract people to buy from them uh, to gain more business. And they're using they're using this platform, they're using this thing of Pride Month to change their logos to uh, the uh, Rainbow Hue logos and uh, to update their LinkedIn profiles to say something uh, about uh, being uh, all for uh, homosexuality what are, or, or transgenders or, or, or whatever it may be. Really, we should just call it what it is, right? We should just call out these uh, businesses and corporations for for what it is, and uh, people who are in support of, say, Pride Month or a port of, in support of this agenda should also be calling this out. I mean, it's not something that uh, you really should just accept with a grain of salt or anything less than a grain of salt, rather. Uh, you should look at it and go, hmm, one month out of the year, this company changes their logo to support me or something I believe in. Interesting. So as Christian men, how do we approach uh, this month? How do we approach this topic? How do we approach this conversation? Uh, last week's uh, episode that was published on Wednesday, uh, titled "Dude, You're So Gay," that is uh, the episode that uh, is intended to kick off this series. And I, I gave kind of an overall summary of, of where we're going to go over these next few Wednesdays as we head into June and throughout June. Uh, this uh, episode today is going to center around the agenda itself. Uh, where uh, we've been as a as a culture and and where we're going and, and highlighting some of these uh, things that uh, you and I both see in the news and the media and not only going to talk about the agenda we're going to talk about how to talk about the agenda itself how do you raise these questions how do you bring these questions up and how do you have conversation about this that doesn't pit one side against another but rather leads to constructive conversation where we can agree on something. We, we can start to make uh, agreements on such things and identify where it is we truly disagree. It's not so much a, ma- a matter of, I don't like this person because they live this lifestyle and they don't like me because I disagree with their lifestyle. It's deeper than that. The issue is deeper than that. And something that we're really, really, really good at as people is getting caught up in the emotional attachment of issues and not being able to discuss them, not being able to have conversation with them, but rather we get caught up and we don't go anywhere with it. We find ourselves on one side or another, and then uh, the issue that comes down to many families, many youth groups, many churches, is that we don't know how to talk about it. We don't know how to have these conversations. We don't know uh, whether or not we should be uh, we should be staunch supporters of uh, one side or the other, whether or not there's a middle road. We try and find this middle road because it's the path of least resistance, and I just don't really want to get involved in the conversation, right? I just don't really want to have this conversation because if I do, I have to make a stance. And if I make a stance, I might have some friends that don't like me anymore or they don't like what I believe or they think that I'm uh, a bigot or, or whatever that may be, whatever you're afraid of being called for telling the truth, mind you. 
for telling the truth. Now, this is uh, something that we need to uh, really, really elevate in society today is this fear over the truth or this questioning of what is the truth. There are so many things that we just want to look at and go, well, I get that that's true from your point of view, but from somebody else's point of view, it's, it's not true. And so I can't, I just can't sign off on that. I can't agree with that. Now, when it comes down to uh, such things, perhaps as the existence of God or not, I get that some people disagree and believe that God does not exist, and that is true to them, and yet I fully believe that God does exist. That is very true for me. But I also believe, and biology would support this, that there are two genders, male and female. Not only does biology support that, science But scripture also supports that. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and we read through all of creation, and he made man and woman. He made male and female. He created them. That's two, right? Male, female. Let's run that back again. One, two, male, female. So there's no reason, there's no reason that we should have a society that is so confused about genders and pronouns and this and that and the other thing that we have all of these different camps, we have all of these different ideologies, we have people that are, are, are literally getting paid coming out of college or perhaps they're not getting paid and that's the problem. So they have to say these crazy things to get views and to attract uh, attention so they can build at least something through social media or get some sort of attention. Or maybe we can just certify people who have no idea what they're talking about and then they can write some books And then those books can make their way to shelves at our schools where our kids are going to pick them up without us even realizing that they're reading them. And they're going to read some crazy, absolutely insane ideology about who they are, about what they are, and about what they could be if they really felt like it, or maybe they feel like it, maybe they don't know. They probably don't know. So since they don't know, then they're probably wrong, right? It just, it is just absolutely insanity. It's it's insane. It is absolutely insane that we are wrestling with what we are wrestling with today. Or is it? Now, that is the question uh, that I, I'm going to go ahead and force to the surface here. It's, it's really not as crazy as we feel like it is. Now, the conversation, the topics, the, the, the struggles that our kids are having, that's crazy. That's crazy for many of us. Many of us are looking at that going, I just don't, I don't see how that, I, don't, I just don't even know how they can think that way. I just don't understand what the big deal is. Why do I need to add my pronouns to my email signature at work or to my social media profile? Why does that why does that matter? Why can't people call me by my name and who I am? Why do I have to identify as that's it's just all of these things. They just don't make sense. But they make sense to somebody. And we get caught in this 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 conversation where we write it off so quickly because we go, ah, just that's just crazy talk. That just doesn't make any sense. I just don't even understand how that could even be a problem today. And then that's where we draw the line and there's no conversation to be had. Now I am in agreement with that sentiment. I'm I, I don't think that I don't think the majority of this makes sense, but I do think that we can look at history, we can look at even the past 10, 15, 20 years and expect that we are where we are and know that we're gonna continue down this path. Unless we start to have conversation and speak out against the insanity. So let's take it back. Let's take it back to when uh, marches started to happen here in the United States of America for, uh, for, for gay pride, for uh, equality, for those living in a gay lifestyle. And, well, all with the agenda, the, the push, right, to get to a point where marriage would be legalized for a man and a man 
and a woman and a woman, and that they could legally be married and recognized as husband and wife or husband and husband or whatever. And that's what the, you know, that's what the message was. That's what the marketing was. That's what the goal was. And that's what it seemed like. And so for many people on the surface, there was different camps that we settled into, especially in the church. The church went, well, you know, as long as we don't have to wed them, we don't really care. Or as long as as long as it stays out of the church, we're we 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 just don't we don't care. We don't need to. We don't we don't want to argue over things that don't matter. Ah, that just sounds wrong, doesn't it? But uh, it's the easy way to go. It's the passive way. It's the easy way, and that's why we are so terrible at having these conversations today and actually having productive conversation with somebody who may not agree with you. It's one thing to have these conversations with somebody who agrees with you and has the same viewpoints. It's an entirely different story to have these conversations with somebody uh, who uh, disagrees with you, which I'm excited. In the next uh, couple of weeks here, I get to share a couple of stories that I've had uh, with men sitting across the table from me in a coffee shop uh, time and time again, living one lifestyle, and we have directly opposed one another and has some really great, beautiful conversations because of that. Now, uh, taking that aside, uh, those are uh, teasers for some future episodes for you. Uh, let's pick up where uh, this agenda seemingly was or, or is. And isn't that an interesting word itself, agenda? When somebody has an agenda, there's obviously underlying uh, uh, ulterior motives, we'll say. Ulterior motives, or perhaps uh, the motive, the, the primary motive, looks one way, like gay marriage being legalized. And so if we're kind of pacified against that and we don't really fight against it or talk against it or at least have these conversations and talk about the roadmap of the agenda, then uh, it's really, it's it's on us to be privy to and be paying attention to where this road is going and willing to raise our hand or step forward or get involved in our schools and our school board meetings in our uh, political hemisphere itself to, uh, to draw some light to where uh, this, this road goes. There is a divulging, there is a deterioration happening day after day, minute after minute in our society around sex, around gender, around identity itself. And it didn't start last week, it didn't start last month, it didn't start a couple of years ago. It started years and years and years ago Really, just like uh, last week, I mentioned that it goes back to uh, it goes back to the fall of man. It goes back to sin. It goes back to the origins of sin. It, it goes back, right? But here in the United States of America, we're a fairly young country, and uh, right now uh, we're still kind of the trendsetters and the leaders in, in much of the world. And so we get looked at as as an interesting nation, kind of a a, a marker of where things are going. And yet, there's other nations that are putting their foot down against. Uh, the weakening of society, the weakening of men specifically. Why do you think that is? Why do you think there's other nations, particularly enemy nations, that uh, we don't exactly get along with? We just happen to buy everything that they make because it's cheaper for us. And we like cheap, don't we? We like to save money. That's one issue. That's another, that's another podcast for another day. Now, uh, looking at that, looking at what some nations are doing versus what we're doing and what we're elevating, look at the marketing in the military for that nation versus our nation. Uh, What messages do you think that we're sending? And what messages do you think that we're sending to our kids? 
And so this agenda that was supposed to just stop it, okay, marriage is legalized, you, man, can marry that man, and it'll be recognized, you get all the rights of uh, a, a heterosexual couple, and in some cases, more, if you really think about that. And now we can uh, we can move on, right? We can leave this behind us. This was a you know a marker in society. This is a marker in history, and then we're we're done. Well, that's silly. It's silly to even think that that was where it was going to stop. That's I'm, I'm sorry, but if you thought that that was the end of it, and if you were alive at that time and you were not saying anything, you're not paying attention, you're not questioning what is happening around you, then you missed it. You missed it there, but it's okay because we're we're all missing things, and we can all. Uh, pick ourselves up and move forward and move forward together and be better for it because of it. Sin sin does not stop at at a simple at a simple marriage certificate. No, absolutely not. Why would it not continue to infiltrate our families, our lives, our morals, our values and completely deteriorate our systems altogether? Why would it not continue to erode uh, absolutely erode and crush families and 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 honestly, hopes and dreams for families to flourish and grow together. Why don't why why wouldn't sin continue to drive a wedge in this area? Why wouldn't we continue to elevate uh, this sin in particular in society and worship it like we've done since the beginning of time? So it's like we've done since the beginning of man and woman. Go read about Sodom and Gomorrah and tell me that that's not what we're looking like as United States of America. You could call us United States of Sodom and Gomorrah. I mean, come on. Like, where were we? We were sitting on the bench watching this happen in the field, and we were too afraid to get our players in the game and get involved because we made it about this marriage certificate, and we didn't make it about the agenda and the long-term consequences of such a movement. And so take just the last 10 years. The last 10 years. It is 2022 now. Go back to 2012. In 2012, I had uh, I was a couple years removed of high school. I was uh, early college days, and 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 things were just kind of just kind of weird. Like there's just this, this 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 pride movement. Everybody's all excited about this and that and the other thing. And then we started hearing about maybe some other ideas and some other uh, people that we should really care about, and we should uh, we should accept their lifestyle too, and we should actually maybe cater and bend to maybe these other lifestyles. And so some conversations started to kind of creep in. But let's take our 2012 timeline. Let's back that up just five, six, seven years or so. I remember when the uh, club at school was announced, Gay Straight Alliance, GSA. That was something that became super popular across our nation almost almost overnight. Now, uh, in, in, in some regards... Clubs such as that had been around for uh, many years before and different groups, uh, but it crept, crept into more of a mainstream supported club that if your school didn't have one, your school was, your school was weird. Your school was unloving and, and, and unsensitive, essentially. Now, there were other clubs by other names years prior. I, I've, I've highlighted that already. But there was this movement that started to happen. And I remember hearing some of... Uh, so some of the adults in, in in my church atmosphere kind of kind of talking about it, raising questions and wondering, hmm, is this is this something we should talk to our kids about? Is this something we should talk to our kids and their friends about? Should our youth group be talking about this? And my answer today is absolutely. And my answer then was yeah, why not? But we didn't. 
And so I remember being in high school, and, and what happened is that you have uh, that one or two people that you kind of know of in your age group, not even school, but like maybe your age group, not just your class, who are uh, choosing to live this alternate lifestyle. But they're doing this, and they also expect to be loved and accepted. And they also expect to not be bullied. And they expect these other special privileges because of this. And my issue with this is that I, it didn't matter about those things. For most high schoolers, they, they didn't care. Now it's gospel for many. But they didn't care. But what it did was it created this, uh, this, this specialty group of people. A specialty group of people that garnered more and more attention, more and more attention to an age group that really likes and thrives and, and in many ways needs attention. In a world where we are, are living with our families going one direction and then the other, and uh, you got mom and dad going to work in most families these days, you've got your kids going to school, getting uh, an education from, uh, as, uh, as Vodi Bakum put it, uh, and I think that's uh, I think it's it's great. We send our kids to uh, Rome's uh, Rome schools and expect them not to return Romans, right? Uh, I think that's I think that's great. And I, now I totally paraphrased that that that, that quote there. However, uh, we 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 do these things and we live this life, and then we expect that none of these I, these ideologies, these these I, ideals, these things that our kids are are constantly getting preached at, are going to infiltrate our home, and 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 cause havoc, wreak havoc absolutely wreak havoc. Now, what do you do? What's the, what's the difference? What, is, what are you supposed to do against this, this divulging agenda that's continuing to spiral downhill? I don't have all of the answers, and I'm not going to be able to go back and, and change what's happened in your family or even what's happened in my family. My family has wrestled with this ourselves. I, I'm not going to be able to because uh, each individual's walk with Jesus is up to them. And there's an accountability there. There's an absolute accountability in this walk. My hope is that this episode here spurs you to have conversations, especially if you have been somebody in a family that has wrestled with this, that's gone through this with your kids or yourself, perhaps. Why, why wouldn't you talk about it more with others so that maybe others could learn from what you wish you would have done? Or maybe what you did do. Or maybe others can just walk with you through this journey. We, we are a family, are we not? We are a family of believers. What if we ran alongside of each other in this specific battle? And men, this is, this is us. This is where we need to step up. We need to use our voice to do something to be engaged here and to raise these questions. We need to uh, elevate masculinity for what it truly is and is supposed to be. Uh, We need to be the men that God has called us to be and work towards that and put in the effort towards that so that others see that we are working towards that, that there is a a point, that, that there is a journey for men to live and to thrive in. There is a point to a man and woman and it's not just reproduction. It goes far beyond reproduction. There is a companionship there. There is something beautiful there that God blessed us with that we can do something with or we can squander it. So this agenda, 
that started with pursuing a marriage certificate is now pursuing your kids at a younger and younger and younger age, wanting them to be something that you know that they're not, confusing them with marketing and messages and celebrities and media and the attention and and worshiping, worshiping this thing like the idol that it is, giving, giving, giving people so much of a platform, worshiping and celebrating and, and, and lifting this up like it's, like, like, like it's, I hesitate to even say it, but we'll, we'll leave it at that. Like it is the idol that it is, the God of many people, many people's lives is this, this thing, this thing called being an, an ally to the LGBTQ plus alphabet continues to go on group. Now, if you are hearing this and, and it sounds like I have a vendetta against those living in this lifestyle, know that I, I do not. I have some great friends. I have family. I have a lot of personal connections who are currently wrestling with or living in and even celebrating this lifestyle. I do not see them as opposition. I see their sin as opposition. I see the opposition for what it is. It's, it's evil. It is absolutely evil. But I, I love them. I absolutely love them, and I enjoy conversing. I enjoy having conversations with them. I, I enjoy trying to better understand their point of view or their journey, rather, their story, so that they can better understand mine, so that they can better understand why it is that I put my faith and my hope in Jesus. So if you are wrestling with this yourself or perhaps within your family, or you've got kids who are going to school, or you've got kids at all. I, I rather, I, if you have kids that are, have any access to the world whatsoever, which is, I mean, it, it's everybody. If you don't think your kid has access, they have access. I, I mean, take that for what it is. Are you sitting down and having that conversation? What do your kids think? Do they feel pressured to love and accept? Or do they feel pressured to worship and elevate these alternate lifestyles within their schools and their clubs and their sports and wherever. There's a, a big difference there. How's your youth group handling this? How's your youth group talking about uh, this in the current events, in the current world that we're living in? Are you preparing your kids to stand firm on their faith, to love their neighbors, and to stick to the truth, to stand firm for the truth? These are questions, gentlemen, that uh, you should be having with other men in your life. It is, it is with one another that you're going to uh, figure out better ways to communicate, better ways to have these conversations, and better ways to get engaged in this battle and to stand firm for what is true. Now, if you're not, if you're just listening to this and you're just going to go out your day and not continue the conversation, then you've chosen not to to enter this battle. You've chosen not to fight here. And that is your choice. It is absolutely your choice. But our kids need you. Our society needs you. Our families. Honestly, our school system needs you. The country needs you. There is massive strength 
in men rising to the occasion, stepping forward and leading their households, leading their families, leading their communities, standing firm in their faith, going, going to bat for their faith, willing to get involved in the battle for their faith, for truth. There is serious power in that. So you join me in continuing this conversation. Let's continue uh, following this agenda. Let's continue uh, breaking down uh, where we've been. I'm going to share with you next week about a couple of conversations that uh, I have been blessed and fortunate to have and continued conversations to be had uh, with a couple of gentlemen in uh, in my life uh, that's, uh, that did have some, some great impact on me. As we continued talking about what they were wrestling with and what they were going through, uh, I got to see from their point of view uh, what it was that they were seeing, and we got to have some beautiful conversation because of that of which I'm excited to share share with you. I'm excited to share with you how that looks uh, and what that uh, looks like. Uh, my emphasis here in today's episode, if you haven't heard it reiterated a few times, talk to your kids. Talk to your community. Talk to one another. Uh, start that conversation. Don't be afraid to have this conversation because somebody somewhere in your life needs needs some guidance. They need somebody to uh, steer them away from what the world is saying, away from what the world is communicating, and steer them to, towards truth. They, they need that, and they need you to be involved and, and aware. Uh, take it from somebody who wishes that they would have been more involved uh, and, and more aware myself growing up, uh, more engaged. There are a few people uh, in my life today that have been in my life for years that are wrestling with uh, and I wouldn't say even say wrestling with it, that have chosen to live an alternate lifestyle because it makes them feel good, because they like it. And you and I both know that sin wouldn't be an issue if it didn't feel good. But oftentimes, sin feels good. It's a temporary great feeling that we like, and so we go back to it, and we go back to it, and we go back to it. We go back to it, and we convince ourselves that it is right, and that we like it, and that it's, it's good for you. And we convince ourselves. We take the bite of the fruit on the tree because, because the world convinced us that it's the right thing to do because it is good for us. But we know that it isn't. We know what the truth is. So if you're not sharing that, if you're not involved in that, if you're not engaged there, then take it from somebody who wishes that he was at the time that I wish that I was so that I was more aware and more prevalent, more paying attention to what some of my family and some of my friends were wrestling with and dealing with. Gentlemen, with that, if this episode had any value to you, if you could use this to create more conversation, if you think that this conversation needs to be had with uh, more men in our men's groups, Bible studies, whatever, youth groups, all of the above, if you believe that the church should be paying more attention here and should be more engaged, then share this episode. Share it. That's the only way this, ep- this uh, podcast is going to grow is by you sharing it, by you continuing the conversation. With that, gentlemen, Clay, courageously leading, always yearning for more of him. Uh, my name is Justin, signing off.